Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have John Maxwell. And John Maxwell is talking to us about thinking correctly. And we all know how important our thoughts are, because as our mind goes, we follow. And so I encourage you to listen to this with an open heart and just allow John to speak to you, allow God to speak to you through John and allow, you know, think about how your thoughts are incorrect and where you need to change your thoughts. Because truly, as you change your thoughts, your life will indeed change and you'll see miraculous things happen if you just believe. Here's John. The largest gap between successful and unsuccessful people in life is the thinking gap. I'm not talking about being smart. I'm not talking about an IQ. I'm talking about how you think, how I think. Successful people think differently than unsuccessful people. And the Apostle Paul understood that. And we're going to look in a moment in Philippians chapter 4. If you got your sermon notes ready and you got, you got everything just ready to go, we're going to, we're going to look in Philippians chapter 4. But before we do that on the screen, I, I, love, this, I love this passage in Ecclesiastes. Wise thinking leads to right living. Stupid thinking leads to wrong living. How true that is. And in your sermon notes, what I want you to know today is what Paul wants you to know out of Philippians 4, that your attitude, my attitude, is the paintbrush of the mind. In other words, you and I hold the paintbrush in our hand, and we get to determine the picture we put in the mind that we have. And in Philippians chapter 4, what what Paul is teaching us here is very simple. He's saying, I'm going to to describe, I'm going to describe in verses 4 through 7, I'm going to describe a fulfilled life, what a fulfilled life looks looks like. Here's what he says. Celebrate God. It's on the screen. All day, every day. I mean, rebel in him, make it clear as you can to all that you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them to see that the master is about to arrive. He could arrive and show up at any minute. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray and let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. I love this phrase. A sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Now, Paul here in this little short paragraph says, let me describe to you what a fulfilled life looks like. Four things in your notes. You ready? Number one, a fulfilled life celebrates God. A person that is living a full life, is, their heart is full of celebration to God and who he is and what he's done. Number two, a fulfilled life adds value to people. They, they respect and value people in such a way that, that people love to be around them because they're continually adding value to people. It reminds me a lot of 12 Stone Church and your wonderful outreach ministry. Number three, a fulfilled life is one that has the ability to give God your concerns or your worries. In other words, you can take the stress that you have and you can... You can my, mother, my mother's favorite verse, my mother's favorite verse was, was the verse out of Peter where, where it says, cast all of your anxieties on God because he cares for you. A fulfilled life, Paul says, is one that can take the worries and the anxieties and can cast them upon God. And number four, a fulfilled life experiences God's wholeness, the wholeness of God. Now, he said, this is what a fulfilled life looks like. And then what I love about this passage, 
starting with verses 8 and 9, he talks to us about how to do this. He says, basically, to you and me, if you want to have a fulfilled life, you have to fill your mind correctly. Again, going to the passage in Ecclesiastes, wise thinking leads to good living. Stupid thinking lives, leads to bad living. Now, what, 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 what is the Ecclesiastes writer saying? If, if, you, if you think right, things come out right. If you think wrong, things come out wrong. And, and Paul says, if you want to have a fulfilled life, you've got to fill your mind correctly. And what I love about verses 8 and 9 is he literally is going to show us in a very simple, practical way how to do that. Let's go to the passage. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things, true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse, put into practice what you've learned from me and what you heard and what you saw. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work into your most excellent harmonies. When I was a kid, my, my parents paid me an allowance to read books. They selected the books, and every day we had to read 30 minutes a day. And one of, the, one of the things that we read, one of the books we read, was a book by James Allen. And this book, As a Man Thinketh, had an incredible impact upon my life. And here's a statement from the book. The greatest discovery in my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitudes. That your life can be changed. My life can be changed if we just change our attitude. The, the, most, the most important real estate, we, we, the most important real estate in life is six inches between the ears. How we think. You know, when, when I go to the when I go to the when I go to my dentist, he always gives me dental floss. When I'm done, he gives me dental floss. He says, you know, John, you know, do the dental floss thing, and so I do it for two days. Diligently, but he does the dental floss, you know, and, and it's you know what it's for. It's to get all the junk out between the teeth. Of course, that's what dental floss is for. You know what? I, I wish there was. I wish there was something we could. I wish we could package mental floss. I, I wish we could. I, I wish. I wish there'd be something where we could unzip our. You know, wouldn't it be wonderful if you had like a zipper up here? You know what I'm saying? And you could unzip it up here, and you could get that floss, and, and, and every morning you could just go, just. Just kind of work, kind of, kind of work the junk. Are you with me? Work the junk out of your life. Or I've often said, I, I can tell you, you talk about making money. I'll tell you how to make money. If you could invent what I call sweet spirit spray. <laughs> I, I, I mean, a spray that be in a bottle. And when somebody comes negative and grumpy and down and, you know, all the stuff that they do, that you could just pull out the spray and you could just go, psst, and they go, psst. First of all, let me ask you, if there was such a thing as sweet spirit spray, how many of you would buy it? See, if there's a market, there is a market right here. Come on, business, come on, entrepreneurs here. There is a market for sweet spirit. And let me ask you another question. If you could buy it, who, do you have somebody you would spray? Absolutely. And let me ask you one more question. Are you seated beside them right now? Oh, don't go there. Don't go there. You may have been in trouble on that last question. Now, Paul, Paul says, well, we don't have mental floss and we don't have sweet spirit spray. 
But he said, let me, let me tell you something. I'm going to teach you biblically what it's like to have a great attitude. Are you ready? He said, people with a great attitude possess, first of all, a teachable spirit. They're teachable. They're approachable. Look at verse 9. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you've heard, what you saw, what you realized. Teachability requires repeated, long, hard looks in the mirror. In other words, when we're teachable, we're willing, to, we're willing to look hard in the mirror and see us. Teachability allows God and others to speak into our lives. That's what a teachable spirit is. And Paul says, if you want to have the right attitude, let others come and speak into your life. Let me speak into your life. That was John Maxwell, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under John C. Maxwell, Thinking Differently Attitude. You can also find out more information at his website, johnmaxwell.com. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.